Welcome to the Blonde Runner Podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. Hello, Coach Laura here, and I had a lot of people asking questions about interval training. Uh, interval training is something that I incorporate in a lot of my um, training, my workouts, my um, my own personal workouts, as well as who I coach. So interval training is a really good way to get faster. Um, basically, I like to explain the structure of the interval training, and interval training is somewhat similar to fartlek run, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit as well. So. With the training programs that I have, I do have a lot of times on the training program, I'll have a three IT. So I want to explain what does that mean? So IT means interval training. And the idea with that is that we're, we're getting, we're doing some of the workout at faster pacing. So with that, um, you, the idea, I think it's important to understand why you're doing the workout. I think that will encourage you to do the workout. The idea with interval training is to get you feeling faster speeds. Again, it will make you faster, but it's also a way that you're doing fast speeds without really taxing yourself so much that it's hard to recover from. So most of the time I like to start an interval workout with a warm up. So usually that's a half mile to a mile jogging. Obviously I do my dynamic warm up before that. Then I'll do my maybe half mile jog, mile jog, and then I start incorporating my speed in there. Um, with an interval, the interval, a lot of times I'll tell people to do an 85% effort and a lot of people don't understand what that means. So I thought I would define it. So 85% effort is relative to what you're doing. So if let's say in the training, I usually have people do anywhere from one to three minute interval. And the reason that I give them that range is because I want you to go by feel a little bit. Some people that are more versed in training can hold a longer interval. Whereas if you're a beginner and you're trying to hold a fast pace, you might only be able to tolerate 30 seconds or a minute when you first start. So that's okay to do. Um, with, in terms of the percent effort though, I want you to imagine what a 10% effort would be, which is a full on sprint. And then I want you to dial it back a gear and a half to 85% effort. That's what it seems like. If, you, if you're not quite sure what that feels like, um, you know, most people that I work with, my individually coached athletes, I actually have them do a time trial. So they, we know what 85% effort would be. And so then I can get, give them an idea of pacing. One thing I want to discourage you from doing is looking at your heart rate too much during interval training. Most of the time with interval training, you will see that your heart rate doesn't catch up in time. It isn't, it isn't accurate. And so it's good to look at those numbers maybe after, after how high did it go. But that's more useful for steady state runs or threshold or things like that. Um, your heart rate should, yeah, it's going to go up and it's going to go up really high. It should go really high. Uh, the problem I find with interval training is sometimes people don't go fast enough. So the idea is that you're only holding it a minute. You can like push yourself as hard as you can go for a minute and then you've got a rest break, even though that's, that's only 85% effort, right? Um, I would say sometimes if you're not sure what that means, but you know what 5k pace feels like, or you know what it, your pace for one mile all out would be, you can do that as well. So it's, it's a little dialed back than a, than a full-time effort, right? But the idea with it is we're trying to improve the VO2 max. We're trying to improve the body's ability to process lactate during, you know, an, well, you know, I won't go into all of the anaerobic, anaerobic, but it is somewhat anaerobic to run really fast. We're 
we're getting to a point we can't we can't sustain it. It's kind of like lifting weights, right? It's anaerobic. You can only do it so long, and then pretty soon you can't lift anymore, right? So we want to tap into that um, process of of um, well, I, I won't go into the whole entire thing on how it's all processed and everything, but know that if you do these intervals in the workout, that will help improve your ability to go faster. And it also makes the workout relatively, it feels relatively slower when you go slow. So generally you try, you start improving without even knowing it, your slow pace. So that's another reason to do it. Um, fart lake training is a little looser. It's more, I used to call it telephone poles and I would randomly pick a telephone pole or a song and I'd speed up to a car or something like that. And those are maybe shorter or different intervals. So let me talk about the structure of that workout again. We've done our dynamic warm up. We've done a warm up, a jog, an easy walk, whatever it is, it depends on you. And then, and, and if I will, I do want to say some people that start interval training, maybe they're, they are not able to run all the time and that's okay. So you can do a jog as your interval and a walk as your recovery when you're first starting. And that's great. If you're really running a lot, then obviously it's going to be a faster run versus a slower jog. That's one thing to consider. Um, now I did leave it pretty loose in my training. I tell them, uh, usually to get one to three, one to three minute intervals as you want. And I usually like people to keep it simple and they can start with a one-to-one -one ratio. So let's say for instance, I do, you know, 10 intervals at one minute hard, one minute easy. That, boom, that's pretty simple, right? And that hard effort is gonna be 85%. Another thing I like to do is I, I want you to be creative. One of the reasons I give this kind of a workout where there has, you have a little bit of say in it as an athlete is because I think you should have a say in it. You should learn how to train better so you're not dependent on a coach per se maybe this isn't good for business but it definitely i want you to learn how to do it because that's going to make you better in the long run and i can't help you forever right so learning how uh, one of the ways i like to do um, interval training is here i do what's called a pyramid so i'll start with a one hard one easy two hard two easy three hard three easy and then i'll go back down to a two hard two easy one minute hard one minute easy and then um, sometimes I'll repeat that pyramid. Depends on how long that workout is. A lot of times when I start people with this, I do a shorter workout. And one thing I wanna say about speed work is, this is sort of a form, obviously it's a form of speed work, but track work and things I'm sure you've heard of that stuff. Um, generally, you wanna be careful not to get any more than about two miles, two to three miles of actual speed work, the, the actual fast part, not the recovery time because your body has a hard time recovering if you do more than that. Now, if you're a pro, you've been running for years and years and years, you can obviously go a little bit higher on that, but I found that it, there's kind of a, a point at which it's not benefiting you. It's putting you into the category of injury risk. So yes, you wanna tax your body, you wanna push your body, but you don't wanna push it to the point where it can get injured. And so there is that benefit. Intervals is just a nice, easy way to make that happen. Now make your speed happen and not get injured. So let's clarify on that. Um, also, I want to say one, so equal rest is a really easy thing to do. One other thing you might consider is as you get better and you're doing this more, maybe once a week, a lot of times I'll have people do it once a week when they first start. Um, and then maybe you can start incorporating speed work in a little bit more as you get closer to your race. It's, it's kind of periodization training. So we'll talk about that in other clips, but as you get a little bit better, you can improve the, or increase the length of your push effort and then decrease 
or shortens that um, recovery time. So maybe I'll do a two minutes hard and a one minute recovery. And you don't feel completely recovered. You aren't going to feel, and you shouldn't feel completely recovered. The idea is that our, we're teaching our body how to process a lactate and then um, pushing that. And so that pace should be, if, you're, if, you're, if you understand threshold uh, pacing, it should be above threshold pacing. We're trying to push our body to be able to process better without oxygen. So it's a good thing um, that you want to, you do want to push that effort. So hopefully that explains it. That helps you a little more. There's tons of information if you go online um, about it as well. It can be confusing, but just keep it simple so it's not overwhelming for you. But this will give you some of the basics on that. And if you are more advanced runner, then maybe you'll want to do the three minute long interval. Um, sometimes I'll do it just as a count and you want to be careful when you're out that outdoor running that you're not not paying attention to where you're stepping when you're looking at your watch. I will say intervals are something you can do on the trails, but I encourage most of the people I'm training for um, do road running and road racing. If you're training for that, then you'll want to do them on the roads. Um, obviously, footing will change your ability to have the turnover that you might want. So you might, might want to do this. You could even do this on a treadmill where you increase that pacing and then you down, you know, downsize up and down, up and down. The idea is that we're varying things a little bit. We're not getting into the humdrum routine of running the same exact pace all the time. I have a lot of people try to hire me and they're not, not improving and it's because they're not challenging their body. And so these are shorter runs usually. So it's something you can totally tackle. It also builds your confidence seeing that you've, wow, I ran that fast, that's awesome. And then it will encourage you. So hopefully that answers your questions. Um, if you have any other questions, please send them my way. Until next time, live well. So. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Be sure and check the show notes for resources or links that we mentioned in the show. You can also find them on my website at blonderunner.com. B-L-O-N-D-E-R-U-N-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on Instagram at theblondrunner with an E and Coach Laura Erickson and that's L-O-R-A. Before you forget, I hope that you will um, follow this podcast and like it so you don't miss an episode. Also, it really helps if you leave a review so other people can find it um, and share it with your friends. Until next time, live well.